0: when you were talking then it was like returning to the ancient ways is what was coming through even though we're not in ancient times it's like like actually though those ways are really needed for this new earth Mm -hmm. as we call it that that we're 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 trying and that we are actually succeeding in co-creating um you know this web I always get really emotional like this web of beings around the earth that have incarnated at this time against all costs to you know uh, kind of heal thousands of years of where we've been so disconnected and I really feel that stuff like this is needed so needed for like this new blueprint that we want to create because otherwise human civilization is not going to survive. So it's actually not like, we're talking about a really big project. project. (laughs) This is a big mission. So it's like actually cyclical (laughs) living is part of the big, the bigger mission is in this is going to really help humanity survive survive and hopefully th- what well, I feel thrive yes
1: hello everyone and welcome to the cyclical living podcast a podcast that will inspire and empower you to live your full cyclical soulful life I am your host Dara Duth, and I am here to help you be your most embodied self I am a holistic health coach body worker, herbalist, and priestess of the Avalon Rose lineage. I am here to assist women and men to come back to their natural pace, following the rhythms of their body and nature around them so that they can open up to their deepest layers rooted in pleasure and soul purpose. Enjoy this episode, my love. Alice is a guide for the Sacred Feminine Arts, retreat facilitator and priestess of the Celtic Rose Lineage, specializing in the spiraling left hand path. She is the founder of the Celtic Rose Mystery School where she helps students from all over the world establish a connection to the Sacred Feminine Priestess Path and Western Mysteries. Welcome everyone on this new episode of the Psychical Living Podcast and today's guest is Alize Lily. and yeah, she, this lady, I I love her energy so, so much and I'm super happy to have her in this space and I have no doubt that everyone who's listening will fall in love with her as much as I am. <laughs> so welcome Alize to the Cyclical Living Podcast yeah hello
0: hello Sarah thank you for having me on I'm I'm really excited to be on this show with you and for us to talk Mm
1: -hmm. yeah me too um so I love to start the episode with you just having briefly introducing yourself because we had the official bio but I also feel it's nice to just hear it um in in regular chill (laughs) more vibes yeah
0: yeah, so my, my human name <laughs> as I go by is, is Elise, Lily, and I am what I would describe as a priestess, and my lineage is the Celtic Rose. Uh, I'm also like a feminine embodiment guide, sacred feminine teacher, healer, ceremonialist retreat facilitator if we want to put a title on all these things to try and make it so you can understand yeah Uh, I am from Wales I am Welsh to a Welsh father and half Hungarian mother I am now living in Wales, off-grid, in the Brecon Beacons, in the wild. It's the closest I have lived to the wilderness in my life. So I feel very, very blessed. I get to experience the elements at their full force. I feel the most connected to the earth that Mm. um, I've ever ever felt in my entire life. I'm trying to think of anything else that I need to say. Oh, and I'm also the founder of the Celtic Rose Mystery School mm. which I set up earlier this year.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Sounds all very beautiful and yeah, in resonance. Um, so what I also like to ask is what cyclical living means to you? because the topic cyclical living, it's very ancient, but it's somehow lost a bit to the majority of the people. And even in spirituality, you know, in the more spiritual spaces, still cyclical living is quite um, dormant. And Mm. I find it very fascinating, hence why I created this podcast. But I also love to ask people coming on what cyclical living means for you and how you kind of embody that and how you can bring that into your daily life.
0: Yeah. It's a really good question. I'm trying to find the words to portray its importance in my life. I feel it's my inner compass, Mm. it's my guide. It allows me to live in harmony and in balance and alignment too, which is really important. And I feel alignment means something unique to everyone. But for me, it's like that feeling that I am living in creational flow with the web of life and my own soul. So like to do with my soul purpose as well. So it really means a lot to me because it also brings out my true essence. And it allows me to heal, I feel like, as well. Because without it, it puts a strain on us mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. So really, it's allowing me to be the best version of myself Mm -hmm. as well connecting me to the greater web of life and also my ancestors i feel a deep connection to my ancestors uh, through cyclical living as well
1: mm-hmm. yeah i hear that and i i love how you say that it allows you to become the best version of yourself i i experienced that as well so living with the seasons living with the cycles of our body the moon allows me to be my most productive my best version of myself, but not from that distortion of work hard every day and get productive and produce lots of stuff. And 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 it's funny because as soon as for me, I released that, I became more productive. I became a better version of myself. And that cyclical living brings that gentleness, but very powerful because it's that, those deeper rhythms. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because there's a season for everything. Mm. You know, which is an uh, like an old metaphorical season that is very much in British culture. And we, oh, there's a season for everything. But do yeah. we live like that? Do we realize mm. there is a season for working? There is a season for rest. Yeah. So then it also takes us obviously into the descending, spiraling left-hand path of the feminine as well and how mm. she has been removed from our way of living our embodiment uh, our psyche and how detrimental that has been so it's coming back to a more feminine and earth-based spirituality as well mm. which allows us to shine actually more brightly
1: yeah
0: because we're following our innate innate inherent cycles right and we all have very unique cycles especially when it comes to the menstrual cycle but we're also attuned into the cosmic cycles Mm. the earthly cycles so i kind of feel it and i teach this in the school as like the upper world You know, you got that going on in the cosmos and the moon and the planets and that is affecting us, Mm -hmm. you know, whether we realize it or not. And then we have like the middle earth, more of our physical body, our physical, biological uh, Mm. rhythms, right? Like our menstrual cycle. But also, our health goes through different seasons as well, mm-hmm. and also our emotions. So, it allows us to really let go of attachment that we always need to be a certain way. So, it frees up this mentality that we always need to be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? That we always need to be doing, that we always need to be our best selves because it just lets go of this pressure. And we realize, wow, today I am tired. Today I am emotional. The next day I am on top of the world. That is the way of life. That is the way of nature. And then obviously underneath, we have the earthly cycles and the seasons.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Beautiful. Can you speak a little bit more about those earthy cycles and the underneath? I kind of feel like, also because we're in that so in yeah. portal right now, like today is the 1st of November. We're literally at that tipping point, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, of going into these under realms. And I, I feel it in my womb. I want to go there. <laughs> Let's go there.
0: Let's go there because I, I feel like, yeah, it's not by... Uh, coincidence that we are doing it now, even though we yeah. didn't plan it to <laughs> exactly.
1: be this way.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we have entered this very liminal void like space of what we now know could be. Um, and it's very much celebrated a lot still, especially in Ireland as the Celtic New Year. Yes. So a new cycle, because a new cycle begins with darkness, right? Yeah. Of course, because everything is birthed from the dark. So it's like entering the womb of the earth again. And we descend more than ever before. And with the wheel of the year, we are the element of water and the direction of west, Okay, so the endings in the West. So it is this descent, it is represented by the cauldron, the chalice, the womb. So we go down and underneath to go through this alchemical transformational process. And of course, that is mirrored in nature. Mm. Right, so nature is going through this process, but we are also going through this transformational process, this descent back into darkness, the trees. Um, and their leaves are decaying. They are falling on the ground. Mm. Plants are going uh, in the woods, if you like. So are animals preparing to hibernate. Um, it is a season of death. Mm-hmm. Without death, we cannot be born. Right. So yeah. mm-hmm. so important because I feel like this this time. And also death in itself and what that means as being pushed aside,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: In our more modern Western culture, oh, don't mention death. Yeah,
1: feared, just yes. c- completely feared. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so completely feared is. But also, then we get to touch what I like. We get to touch and feel the, the, the celtic and also christian beliefs right of the afterlife immortality mm-hmm. of the soul um resurrection mm-hmm. that everything dies and gets reborn like nature like the organic laws of nature
1: yeah. mm-hmm. so without
0: us appreciating death how can we fully appreciate life
1: Exactly. I mean, and it goes as simple as appreciating the food that we eat. This is a plant that gave its life. So it's death. We're feeding all life feeds of death and Mm so completely. That's why I also when 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 we're speaking about death and restructuring and honoring death as the Celtics used to do. And I feel like in Gnostic Christianity and all that death was very much honored because of it's just the natural cycle and the natural rhythm of life, death and rebirth. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I loved how you said that all life begins in the darkness. And it just came to me like very beautifully, that image of just a human, for example. in we, we don't say that the human life starts when it's born, like when it, 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 the birth has been taking place and oh, there you go, there's a human on Earth and you, now it's life started we're all very consciously aware of like it started in the womb and then it just stays there for nine months in that liminal space and that void so yeah 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 it is
0: the the, the web of life the, the rhythms that are are innate to our humanness
1: mm-hmm. yes yeah.
0: like innate to our biology right mm-hmm. so also we can align with it like aligning with it just to know it is amazing but actually embody and align with it is when we really start to feel the gifts and medicine Mm
1: -hmm.
0: from it so yeah now we're going through the descent down um, in Celtic spirituality the world's Uh, the the veil between worlds is very thin so it means that the spirit world can be more easily felt and also the elemental world and the fairy Mm. world as well Um, and a lot of the souls are being cleared now from the electromagnetic field of the earth like more of the lost souls or the wandering souls
1: so there's the yeah.
0: behind it so it's very much a clearing as well so they're clearing and helping the lost wandering souls um go home essentially mm. back to their world so it's a very much like this deep purification process of the natural world and a deep purification of our own psyches as well so this is when we You know, it's time to also purify, to cleanse, to see what no longer serves us, do our shadow work, heal our ancestral lines, get to know our ancestral lines, uh, make a deeper connection with the earth. It's a beautiful time of purification for the year ahead. It's like what I say, it's like creating that fertile soil, (laughs)
1: yeah a hundred percent because if you if you take it to like quite literally I uh, if if you if you have it if you tend the garden right now is the time where you would weed yeah. and, and trim the bushes and all that but you don't throw it away you put it in a compost bin and then the whole winter it will sit there it will it warms and all those little critters will do their magic on it and then in in spring uh in the when the sun and the light gets warmer and hotter and yeah we're at in bulk that other time space then you'll be using that to fertilize the soil and yeah and then I feel like I hear that as well like in the psyche in the emotions and all that and hence why I love that death portal so much because doesn't it feel so good to just release what is annoying us (laughs) or what is not serving us isn't that just amazing to just oh i don't need that i don't need to carry that yeah
0: it it allows us to move into deeper union with our own souls like to actually live and attune and embody this cyclical nature like you Mm -hmm. said to go through death Mm-hmm. Is to surrender and let go, and remove the cloak of the ego, and realize that we are so much more than all this baggage that we hold, and the stories yeah. and the limitations. and And I feel that we've been so disconnected from this portal of death and the medicine in it, because we see now in society how yeah, there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of um, yeah things affecting our psychology and I feel like death Mm -hmm. and bringing that back you know really in a celebration and honoring embodiment a tomb and also allows us to if that was going on more in the world it allows us to release more of these these things that can really weigh us down
1: yeah 100% and I feel it, it brings back innocence yeah like that this pure innocence um it reminds me of my other work where I work with elderly people and there you can see it very much like in a home you can see it death is not accepted but it is very part of it like, especially like in the elderly homes and it breaks my heart to see there's currently one lady and she she wants to go she makes it very clear she's she's done she's you know she's ready to go on to continue but the doctors don't allow her and they just keep feeding her with pills and other stuff to prolong her life and honestly death is so much more beautiful i feel if if we go into the pureness of death and the innocence like yes there is pain and of course saying goodbye to a relative or to somebody that we care for that is hurtful but if we honor death there is space for that and we can actually express it and we don't need to pretend like oh no no there's just life death doesn't exist so we cannot yeah yeah and then yeah and on a global level for sure i feel like the the waste that we have mm-hmm. shows our relationship to death like we cannot let go and hence why we have mountains and Mm. valleys full of waste and I feel like that is because humanity right now as a whole doesn't really know how to let go Mm. and this work that we're doing this spiritual work of restoring death is so important next to of course the light but that sacred union of the darkness and the it's a union it's not polarity yeah I
0: love that you're so right it's a union you mm-hmm. cannot be one without the other it's a union of that of of, of birth and, and death mm-hmm. and with the death as well it's interesting when I feel into it as well what else it can mean because of course death in the menstrual cycle is the moon time the period the bleed Mm-hmm. and that is also being restored amongst many women
1: yes and men yeah mm-hmm. and
0: and men yeah. right <laughs> to, under, to understand the to, underst- to even just understand it and and what it means so i feel it's 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 all one it's all linked the death yeah. the menstruation and also the wisdom of the crone because in our culture oh my god we just want to stay young we don't want to get old <laughs> yeah
1: let's so rever- put some creams on our face so we don't have wrinkles
0: <laughs> so there's no reverence of the wisdom of aging yes. Allow yourself to be at one with nature the biology of life that we mm-hmm. will age yeah. that we all will ultimately die mm-hmm. to to accept it and and embrace it rather than resisting resisting it 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 causes more um more pain when we resist
1: Mm -hmm. and it's futile yeah yeah there's there's really no if we look at it from a more rational point of view there is no reason why we should resist it because it's yeah just it, it it also i feel if we if we spend so much time on resisting death and letting go and the decay we're not enjoying right now because it takes so much energy of our minds and of our beings to like suppress it it's the same with any like our shadows why do we do shadow work because it takes so much effort to to keep it bottled up but moving with the cycles and with the rhythms and right now for example in that sewing portal with the crone sets a stage to do this gently and i've noticed that for myself as soon as i really started walking with well you're a priestess of the rose as well with the rose and it's just all about that ascend and the ascendant descent the more that we do it the gentler it becomes yeah. i feel because you just have you can lean into it and there's so much holding us and the when we're walking and we're working, we're working with tree beings or we're plant beings, but also the spiritual beings like the Crone. The Morrigan is one that I call to whenever I need that Crone wisdom, or Keridwen, or I don't know who you work with, or who whose phase you work. With. <laughs> yeah.
0: I do, yeah, Keridwen, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I also I feel very close to uh, to the Morrigan, but Keridwen, for me, that Crone energy and. The stories and mythology of the cauldron and understanding that right the cauldron of transformation
1: mm-hmm. that
0: that that she symbolizes and it it is this time go us going into the cauldron of transformation mm-hmm. to, to be renewed, you know, and that cauldron later on in the the Grail the grail christian gnostics that mm. can also be seen as the holy grail right i mean there's w- many different ways we can uh god would be here all day <laughs> trying to unpick it all but one of the ways we can also understand it as is this lost well this search for the lost mysteries the search for the lost feminine
1: mm-hmm yeah.
0: is all what the wisdom of the cauldron and holy grail actually represents
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i love i love i i also always work with the holy grail and the cauldron and yeah it's funny it is still lost but to me in my life it's so not lost it's found like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that's amazing. Because then you find it again; it brings back a lot of remembrance. I feel like on many levels of blood, mm-hmm. and also soul. Mm-hmm. So it's like the merging, the merging of them both, and it can be really healing as well to understand these things more, more deeply, because everyone has heard about them. But mm-hmm. uh, to, to understand and to feel it all, in your own heart and being is very different and it can bring back a lot of uh, a lot of magic within yeah. ourselves again. I think the yeah. word is magic, right? Yeah. Yeah and we are we're in a very magical time now, like the veils are thin. It's like a, for me, the magic is a foot. Mm -hmm. there's magic in change
1: yes yes a hundred percent yeah there's that you can feel it also if you're especially if you're intuitive and that also brings that to that lost feminine that feminine magic is it's very much that intuitive it's that felt sense where the eyes may not see as much but you feel it yeah Mm. yeah Yeah.
0: and that is also this time, I I feel like it's like yeah, going into the dark, going into not seeing, and allowing ourselves to feel like it's also a beautiful time for us to harness that that intuitive ability mm-hmm. that we all have about because we it's not a, so much an outward expression; it's an it's an inward expression. It's the yin energy, mm-hmm. and it's the coming back to the body and going. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it reminds me of the work that I I've, I know it briefly, but the work of uh, Dr. Azra Bertrand, who's mm-hmm. uh, one of the co-authors of the womb um, um awakening and "Magdalene mysteries. Yeah. His, his latest work that he's doing is all about the effect of darkness on our bodies, on our bio, you know, on our bioenergy and all of the bodies and how we operate and how if we sleep in complete darkness, so no lights of of the hourglass or, or phones or whatnot, but just a like complete darkness how that actually helps to restructure the bodies and and yeah the the deeper levels of, of the structure of our of our bio, of our body and our
0: mm-hmm. biology
1: now I, I'm not a super bio like i don't know, <laughs> i couldn't be sharing about it in detail, but I found it very interesting, and I noticed for myself as well, especially with the menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm when I take time for rest and for that darkness and for that, you know, taking away a lot of the, um, yeah, just even as simple as the, the phone, who's beeping all the time. I actually put that off altogether, but when we're really monthly, taking a time for cocooning, for going into that darkness, into that moment. Yeah. It's just, it brings so much more peace. And like you say, it brings us in touch with that intuition, I just drop down to the womb, to the space, to that, or the heart. I have my hand on my heart right now intuitively as well, but it brings us into those deeper cauldrons of wisdom, which maybe you can speak to if you feel called to, because in the Celtic mysteries or the Celtic tradition, I noticed, I know that they call this um, the mind a cauldron, heart a cauldron, and the womb a cauldron, don't they?
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. But I assuming that <laughs> I'm assuming that they were well, they working threes, right? Yes. So that the power of the three and it reminds me of like, yeah, the upper world, the middle world, yes. the underworld. So that was what I'm feeling from it that that they all relate to one another and they all must need each other to, to live uh, in a harmonious nature. Right. Mm. But the womb is very much like that, like the, like, like the underworld. So going down, going underneath, going into the underworld. And of course the middle world, I'm assuming of course, is then the heart space. Mm, Yeah. And Mm. then the upper world is the mind, but it very much reminds me of again, the, the cauldron of life, like the womb, is life. The womb, the, so the cauldron and the womb, it essentially, is also has the essence of create creation. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. That's that that void again. The dark goddess who really wants to be present here. <laughs> of like okay there's a void and there's nothingness and everything together and that's the the womb as well it's always emptying out but it's always like self like filling up again and it's that self going on and that beautiful yeah all life is comes from there or at least as we know it as humanity but but it also and that's That's the beauty also of looking at it. It goes back and then we can go back into the womb of the earth. And so it's that very much like a space of in the cycle. Yeah, that death and rebirth. And yeah, yeah. uh, beautiful.
0: So yeah, I will have to look at the the womb, heart, mind within that, within the Celtic mysteries. Do you know, do you know much more?
1: I well I would reference you to Holly Hamilton of Awakening Avalon she was the lady who uh, taught that mystery piece to me hello dear listener I'll briefly jump in here are you loving these feminine wisdom codes and do you want more then I invite you to sit in circle with me and other women Every dark moon we gather online in a circle where I'll be teaching the ancient feminine mysteries and together we'll be breeding new life into them. Topics of these circles are womb work, inner divine marriage, blood and moon mysteries, wise woman herbal lore and much, much more. And every full moon you'll also receive a lush self-care practice that you can perform for yourself. Does this sound delicious and like home to you? Then I'd love for you to join. You can join the full series of 12 circles or one moon cycle separately. Find out more in the thread in the captions. And dear wise woman, I call you home because together we are weaving the moon web back to its former power now back to the episode Um, yeah where they speak about the cauldrons yeah but then also with the mind I think about the cauldron of the mind is like I think about the Merlin and, and, and all those beings and the mask and I actually feel pulled to speak about that because a big part of the intention of the Psychical Podcast is Psychical Living Podcast is also to kind of restructure some of the distortions that the mind is somehow better that, um, well, in, in the Christianity, if you feel like going there, <laughs> um, so in Christianity that kind of got restructured into like, go. Oh, heaven is good. And this earth, we just need to go through, but ultimately it's going to the heaven. Now in today's re- uh, society, I can see that very much in everything scientifically studied, facts, mind realm is seen as valid and valued. But then the connection with the other two energetic centers—the heart, the womb—is a little bit lost. And I wonder, have have you actually had a personal challenge of that, um, and did you overcome it, or were you more of like, no, I've actually always been very in tune with the whole space? Or because for me, and I notice most of the people that I connect with, we come from this rational way of doing things. And then we kind of had an awakening and invited in the whole body was that for you something similar or was it more of like
0: <laughs> oh i feel like we'll go down rabbit hole. i'm trying to summarize it. Um, yeah summarizing it yeah i i feel that although i was always loved creative expression mm-hmm. so in that sense moving my body like dancing since a very young age uh, allowed me to be more in in intuitive um, realization of how the body speaks right Mm. that that there's great great bodily wisdom uh, within us if we allow it so I had that but yeah then I, I, I would of course say I was I was more more in the mind and kind of my energy would have been more masculine, even though I was still deeply feminine, but not understanding my my inner cycles, especially because kind of how I'm here probably now talking to you, I think the thing that in my path, which was quite um, key, if you like, was that I suffered with really debilitating periods Mm. so it was it was a big call to me to like go into this and find out well that was all my math and like find out why but it led me on this path of reclaiming more of my bodily wisdom, my menstrual wisdom, the the cycles of the earth, because obviously my body and my womb was crying out in yeah. desperation for me to listen
1: mm-hmm. because
0: I hadn't been listening and it'd been going on many years because I used to live in London. So it was a very fast pace. It was only when I left London and moved to Australia that I began. Yeah. Really going into, um the cyclical way of life Mm. Um, and Mm. I even (laughs) and I even that's where my when you reached out to me and you said it's called cyclical living I was like oh that's so interesting because one of the first things I kind of did as a workshop ceremony in Australia was a red uh temple like a red tent Mm. but I made like a I called it cyclical alchemy like a cyclical mm. alchemy chart so it was one of the first kind of apart from I had done my yoga teacher training and all of that but kind of more connecting to my own wisdom and lived experience to put out there as my my work for others mm. to help others was this cyclical alchemy chart because you know for me it's 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 key. It's like a foundation. Without that foundation yeah. of not knowing how to live with your inner cycles, we are not setting us ourselves up for um, for. Uh, I, I'm not going to say for us to fully bloom. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's like, for me, it's the roots.
1: Yes, of course.
0: Without, yeah. without strong roots, how are we meant to expand? Like, it reminds me of the symbology of the tree. Mm-hmm. So understanding that allows us to expand, allows us to reach. Um For me, going down is going up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we descend to ascend. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, I think that it is a quote, uh, within the bible or maybe not the bible but it's within gnostic text like this famous quote to ascend we must understand we need to descend mm. yeah. to, and i think yes said what does ascend really mean other than to actually feel the divine within life right
1: a hundred percent. Yeah, not
0: be ascending anyway. And you're so right. There's been like this. Yeah. You're so right. We're being so like we're gonna go off in the mind, and it's like this upper world.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is above is below. Exactly. Yeah, and it's about going mm-hmm. inward, and then you expand at the same time. Yeah.
0: So it's always mirrored. So, what is above is below. Yeah. Mm-hmm we've heard that many times and what is within is without. So I feel that, um, understanding that allows us to feel the divine within, within the earth, within our bodies as well, within life. We don't need to separate ourselves from our humanness to feel that it's bad or wrong or not pristine or not godly enough in any way and that's why we've lived in so much shame when it comes to spirituality anyway to like not go into the dark Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and the blood Mm -hmm.
0: mysteries etc
1: yeah i loved your story because i um i feel it is a holy grail myth lived out because as you said it's like your masculine wanted to know what is what is up so it was the masculine that went on a search and he found the feminine and that is the base of the holy grail myths it's a masculine that goes out to search for the feminine to find out that he does a whole tour and he comes back at the at the center point to find oh she actually never left and she's inside me and and that's i feel where humanity is at right now on a collective kind of did the whole tour looking for well first the feminine kind of went underground and now she's coming up again and we're finding that actually she's not somewhere out there and to me that is why the Celtic spirituality is so empowering and I love your work and all that you do and and I bring it in in my work as well is that yes it's beautiful to go out and search and you went to um, Australia I had my journeys as well but we don't need to travel across the country to find something across the land or the earth to yeah. find something. We can all go inside and find it within. And of course, it's super nice to go and <laughs> go and experience life outside as well. But it's, it's really about that returning within. And that's that feminine fullness, I want to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful way to yeah. describe it, I feel. I feel that I I, I've mentioned that a few times recently actually so it's interesting you bring it up as if yeah we I mean it's it's the typical as well saying right isn't it like the grass isn't greener on the other side right or as well we've it's like we're on this it's more masculine orientated to leave the nest, for instance, to go mm. out, like you said, like the nights on this quest and we go out and searching on this quest and it's the feminine more energy that roots, yeah, that builds, that stays, that nests.
1: Mm, Got chills.
0: <laughs> so that's what I'm achieving more now in my life because I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm mainly in the same place, right? Like, being with this piece of land but forming such deep roots Mm. that have provided me and gifted me gifted me with so much that I didn't even know was there Mm. so also we really like glamorize the travel the going away the experiences of course of other cultures which brings so much of course it does But there's also deep medicine in just like staying staying where you are and understanding your own roots, your own backyard, your own soil, Mm -hmm. your own native species that are around you, the waters. Like how do the waters communicate with you? What is your relationship to the waters around you? So also forming this deeper co-creational relationship with what you have, Mm -hmm. not needing anything else not mm. needing anything else just what you have in front of you is really deep medicine for the soul yes and i feel like uh, helps my ancestral line
1: yeah that that's that was the big thing when i when i was 21 i traveled to palestine um mm. and there there was a person a man who, because i was on that quest i was like oh I was, you know, the, the, the knight's grail embodied Gawain or something like that, right, going on a quest. I'm going to travel the whole world with my backpack and meet everyone and everything, and now I'll have all the knowledge that I need to live my life. Um, and then he, but that was my first journey. There was this beautiful person, and he told me, like, you can travel the whole world, but you'll stay forever lost if you don't first root where you are. Don't go looking for family in another culture where everything is new. Your family is at home. Get to know them. And yes, travel, do all the things. You're young, you're fun. And even if you're old, have fun, of course. But first, get to know your roots. Get to know your family. Love them. Don't say, like, oh, my family's not cool enough. I want it to be from there because then, yes, the grass is greener on the other side. Is it? is it really Mm -hmm. and then i went back and i got to know and i actually asked questions to my grandparents and i actually listened to them and how did they grow up what food did they eat Um, they were farmers so they were very closely linked with the seasons of the earth and to them it's very normal well of course they grew out of it because of the time the, the time period and in Belgium right now there are not that many farmers anymore. Well there are but not in my family. Anyway. Um, yeah, but really getting to know that and I I notice that it brings, like you say, that those roots, those deep roots, and you stand so much more firm. And now when I go out and meet people from other cultures or whatnot, I see similarities. I noticed like, oh, we're so much the same Mm. and yet we're different. And this is something completely new uh, or completely different as being on a quest, looking for something that you don't have coming into a community and be like, oh, please teach me how to live because I I, I don't have anything myself. That's not true. Mm. If if, like you say, if we stay and if we root down, there's so much abundance, so much richness, so much magic in the lands everywhere where you live and yeah i'd imagine in in the forest the wild of wales the magic is even more pure
0: yeah like i am i am feeling very grateful and, and blessed to be to be here and i know that not everyone is in the wild so it's like maybe a call to find the wild near where you are and form a relationship with it like you know do what you can get to the waters get to the trees especially in the cities like the trees they need our energy more than we'll ever know yeah like even the energy of saying hello Mm. like for them to be noticed and for them to have that co-creational relationship with humans is really powerful for the trees in the city so it's like doing what we can wherever we are to like really know our own back garden our own backyard
1: right Mm. yes and um i i personally have done it diy style (laughs) on my balcony yeah (laughs) On, well, I uh, on my balcony I have now four little trees that I am growing, and I hopefully one day want to plant in the earth, create a grove. You know, mm. because in this these were Celtic lands. You know, Flanders, Belgium. These were Celtic lands. There used to be groves all around, and um, yeah. So what I do is I just take trees and for example this one oak tree that i'm looking at he was growing somewhere where it wasn't safe and i knew oh, this little baby he's not going to be able to grow up to an ancient one because he's probably going to get trampled by the haste of society so i i asked i sat down i asked like hey do you want to come home with me i'll take care of you in this pot i know you prefer to be on the earth but just for a little while in this path pot and then I also give my moon blood to it so it's really about feeding and giving that essence of who we are just not just speaking but as women we can actually give her we can give our blood we can give our essence and see it grow and yeah that brings that wildness in even yes. though if it's a tree in a pot still it's a wild being yeah yeah I love it I love it
0: Re- when you were talking then it was like Returning to the ancient ways is what was coming through. Even yeah. though we're not in ancient times, it's like, like actually though those ways are really needed for this new Earth, mm-hmm. as we call it. That that we're, tr- we're we're trying and that we are actually succeeding in co-creating. Um, you know this web. I always get really emotional. Like this web of beings around the Earth that have incarnated at this time. Yeah against all costs to, you know, uh, kind of heal thousands of years of where we've been so disconnected. And I really feel that stuff like this is needed, so needed for like this new blueprint that we want to create because otherwise human civilization is not going to survive so it's actually not like we're talking about a really big project big big project (laughs) this is a big mission so it's like actually cyclical (laughs) living is part of the big the bigger mission is in this is going to really help humanity survive survive and hopefully well i feel thrive yes Mm.
1: right
0: because it's We've been so disconnected from Mother Earth, so disconnected from our ancient origins, from from the cycles, everything. And it allows us to bring that back because actually that is needed for this new Earth that we are all co-creating together in our own unique, magical, wonderful ways. Yes, yes.
1: And what is coming through right now is something that, I want to share, like to anyone who's still listening, because if, if they're still listening right now, that means that we're part, you're part of, you're part of the team, we're, we're co-creating this together, right? <laughs> and what I really wanted to share is that I noticed that people like us, you, me, and the ones listening right now, the ones that are really here to create that new earth based on the, the roots of the old ancient civilizations and now, is that when we look at the wastelands, we see the possibility. I, right now, I'm looking at farmland, but I see, oh, imagine the forest that can grow here. Ooh, imagine the animals that can have their home here. And I notice that a lot of people have this. And what I kind of want to say is, like, instead of despair about, oh, it's not here, let's, let's look at, it like, that big DIY project and, like, ooh, what if we can create it? We <coughs> see it. We see the blueprint. We can see beyond the veil into what is possible what mother earth wants us to see because i really feel like we're part of her dream yeah and and we could just do like these little things rescuing trees or um doing something with going on these beautiful meditations roots say hi to a tree or whatever yeah it's all part of it i
0: you know if yeah whoever is listening right now that i hope that you can if you don't already be open to saying hello to a tree be open be be open right because it might seem more strange in our western world but it but it really isn't because we are we are nature Right. Mm. We are we are born on this earth. We are all living beings together. We all have an interconnectedness. We are all part of the web of life. Is it really that strange? For me, not really. But 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 maybe when you first yes, it might seem strange, but then you can begin to feel so much more of this earth that we are living in mm-hmm. that is our home for this. Period, right? That we've incarnated as souls into this human form onto this miraculous earth. So I also feel that whoever is still listening, <laughs> also. But we we probably are, you know, very much perhaps called by this being like a guardian of Mother Earth, being yeah. a guardian yeah. of how we can protect her, honor her, and sustain her, mm-hmm. right? And also ourselves as as this human civilization
1: yeah
0: and you're right seeing seeing possibility seeing seeing and feeling the abundance that that we do have still and maintaining it you know
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah i find um what who comes to mind as dandelion and there's a what, one person who calls dandelion concrete warriors. And that gives me so much hope to see a dandelion go through concrete. That little tiny flower just bursting through concrete. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
0: it's so true. Like when we, when me and my partner first moved here, even we had to slow down because we came Mm -hmm. and we were like, we want to do this. We want to do that. Like with the land. And actually we talked to a lot of farmers in the area and the locals and the neighbors. And we realized like, actually, and this is more like permaculture just to witness Mm -hmm. the land and form a relationship to it first to see actually what, what it says and what it wants. Yes. Why are we so dominant and aggressive in our ways to just come in and like shift the whole energy of a place? So it was more like, okay, hang on a minute. We gotta stop. We gotta just put our feet in the earth with those shoes on and listen. And the answer was do nothing actually, at least for a year and just form this relationship with the earth so it's wild. So that's why dandelion reminds me of dandelions everywhere. And it's very much in like that, we know in this American white picket fence culture, like to get to cut and to remove Mm. all of the weeds and make- They're medicine. (laughs) (laughs) They're not weeds, they're medicine. (laughs) So we've become so, so. What is the word? It reminds me of um, uh, like the hospital being too, in a way, like oh too, yeah,
1: too um, sterilized.
0: Yes, yeah, sterilized. We've mm-hmm. become like sterilized beings, you know. Like, get your hands dirty, get yeah. it Like we are of nature. We've become so like we've got to unify that separation. We've mm-hmm. got to unify that separation because I really feel that that separation is is part of you know why we've had to go through all of these of course cycles. We've been yes. sort of separated from the earth,
1: mm-hmm. and they're so our own being. Yeah, yeah, it is like you say. Above as as above, so below. Yeah. As within, so it out. It goes. It it goes together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I kind of want to wrap it up, but by asking a question, to yes. maybe if you could speak to anybody who's listening right now and who's like, oh, yes, I have that vision. I really want to. But I feel like do nothing and listen and ground is already one. But what else could you say to them right now, Who to anyone who's listening right now and who wants to, like who feels like, yes, I am totally a steward of the land. What mm-hmm. would you suggest them if they need this little, support or um a little nudge or something like that what would you what would you say to somebody right now
0: i feel that what is coming through is really like feeling into your why right because our why has got to be stronger than our fear of whatever right like fear of being I don't know judged fear Mm. of like oh I can't do this fear of like who am I but really tune into your like your why because it comes from such a loving pure place actually Mm. usually it's like you just want to help you just want to help so keep feeling into your why and my other thing to say would be just start and start small and whatever way you can and whatever calls you you know go and be with a tree and listen go and be with the waters and listen so I think listen and, and receptivity as well is really important in how to begin just beginning to form this interconnected relationship with the land and if you already have that then I suppose it's unique to you on how you want to expand that out into your community. So broadening then is another way Mm. that we can have a bigger effect, you know, broadening what you do solo out so other people can kind of join you or you, I don't know, uh, there's so many ways that we can also regenerate land. You know and finding pieces of land we can also regenerate whether it's solo or finding a tribe so these mm. are the things that are just like flowing through through me now but a lot of the times we just need to start as well which is actually more more of that masculine action
1: mm-hmm. but
0: it's also needed yes Yes. Yeah. it's also needed and when it's coming from a place of like i just want to help coming from a place of innocence and it's inspiring you if it inspires you if it's exciting for you if you feel like you know oh I am here for so much more I want to give so much more while I'm here I want to leave more of a legacy that is not about me that is for future generations that it's you know it, it for me it stirs up like yeah like we're here together humanity and there's so much that we can do it's kind of that um I suppose within me it reminds me of like this what is the word uh like pro like a like in my nature to kind of protest I suppose yeah yeah my own way. You know, you know because some people really are here to be the change makers and the way showers mm-hmm. for us to, you know, so other people can also be be in those circles, right? That someone needs to also sometimes take charge in their own communities.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really hear the spirit of Aquarius there. <laughs> yes <laughs> for the <laughs> humanity and be the way shower and just speak out be the sacred rebel
0: <laughs> sacred rebel that's the word yeah it very much is you're so right it's the age of aquarius that we are now in and uh, very much we're here to find new innovative ways and pathways and mm. to do what we can for the collective and for for the youth. right yeah not just the
1: I yeah but like you say most of the time it doesn't come from a place of eye and that's just an idea that we've been imprinted on so release it it's okay mm. it's so and let that let that stay here mm. let it compost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: and, and also when we are doing things for our soul self, you know, and just keeping our self care, spiritual maintenance, yes. all of that for ourselves also does really help. Yeah. Does really help. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You no know, it's within, without. So also, yeah, perhaps also maybe there's smaller things we can also do in our everyday lives to help, whether we realize it or not, like composting, you know the, like listening to your bleed and not doing anything mm-hmm. you know when you are bleeding and for the men I think that it's so deeply profound when they return to the woods and the land and form their own relationship with mother earth because they love being in the soil they love- yeah that playfulness
1: comes out oh. <laughs>
0: So healing for them, I feel like, as well, and it takes the pressure off the men when they can just go and sit with the earth, and mm-hmm. also it can be so therapeutic for them to, yeah, grow their own fruits, grow their own vegetables, the same as for women. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred
1: percent. Mm. Yeah. I also feel like every. That's why in my work, I don't. I used to say only for women. Now I don't anymore. Yeah. Cause it's the same. We're in this together, and yeah, men have have the hara. They have they have all that the same benefit from feminine energies within them as well. So of, of thank course. you for bringing that in.
0: Yeah, because even though they may not have that more pronounced, um, definitely different cycle like is in the menstrual cycle, uh, the majority of men need need more. F- more um how how can i we all need feminine energy Mm -hmm. we've actually all been really lacking from really pure feminine energy anyway right love for instance compassion forgiveness kindness we all need some heart Mm. we all need some love And, and to understand that the feminine is one half of the whole of course it doesn't matter who you are Mm -hmm. at all we all need that we all need the feminine and cyclical living for sure
1: yeah which which is basic well it comes really from that feminine thread
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. feminine feminine and earthly yeah Yeah.
1: and and union as well I mean (laughs) you can look at it through so many different lenses but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
0: I, I feel that
1: really like
0: allows us to ultimately come back to our truest nature yeah our mm-hmm. truest truest nature it doesn't matter what body that you are in or 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 who or what you identify as yes it's, it's going to allow you to find a deeper connection to yourself and, and the world that you live in
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i'm very passionate about it yes <laughs> I mean, you can tell but I really feel like it's been it's for me it's the roots so it must be there in our lives you know and I will be teaching it to my children because it's obviously as far as I know it's not taught in schools so it sometimes has to be so ground
1: well cyclical life oh yeah Depends on what school you go to I was very blessed to go to Frenet. I don't know how you say it on English which is a a method school and we had a big garden and it wasn't a castle know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah i know <laughs> oh, no, that was my soul pick that well yeah <laughs> she chose her family really well no but i yeah so but in the majority no yes and and, and um i hear that and i also feel like more and more spiritual people that had uh, courses and, and mystery schools and all that for adults are now also opening them up for children Yes, and that is, uh, yeah.
0: That is amazing because, oh yeah, because they're the future.
1: Yeah, and yeah. they carry a lot in them. If you listen to them, the questions that they ask and the answers that they give, if you ask it back, if you say like, what would you say? The answers, Oof, children have really beautiful things to say
0: sure we can learn so much from them because they 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 receive things differently to us they have more of a clean kind of innocent slate than 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 adults because yeah we've had a lot going on since then you know our imaginations may need some work you're right but imagination is one of the languages of the soul so it's like that's how we can interpret the soul is through our imagination through creativity and I feel that children you really feel that from them Mm -hmm. and you get
1: a permission slip to go into yours
0: yes 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 they help you
1: yeah they do (laughs) all right so thank you so much for this beautiful beautiful conversation i yeah i'm 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 really loving it so i wanted to ask you where can people find you if they want to work with you um so you have a a priestess training maybe that's running now right so and so
0: yeah yeah that you're right the priestess training i'm in 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 it in the thick of it um that and January there will be another one next year sometime Mm -hmm. so people can find me at my Instagram Like Instagram is the thing that we all use these days which is um, at Elise underscore Lily and there I have my personal page and I do more one-on-one uh, work there like soul mentorship and womb and feminine mentorship and also one-on-one precess mentorship as well mm-hmm. as well as My retreats with my partner is at at Emerald Vale retreats and that is about actually reconnecting to the wild and going on a retreat for the day and they are really magical it's really special but they won't be happening until next spring now because obviously we're in the descent Mm. we're in the cold we're in the darkness and also the mystery school so at Celtic Rose Mystery School
1: yeah Yeah. Mm. well all of those are linked um yeah and hmm yeah i wanted to just thank you so much for your presence and for this deep 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 conversation that we had i feel very inspired by it like even more so
0: (laughs) yes for sure i feel inspired too because sometimes we need we definitely need to be in conversations and community around as well, like-minded souls, because it sparks something within us, especially when we just, yeah, we all, we all help one another remember more deeply and also help us on our own unique soul purposes and path. Right. So I yeah. feel that it's such a beautiful blessing in this life, in this Aquarian age that we are able to do this type of stuff now, you know, I know.
1: online. Yeah. I know, I know. That's why um, uh, maybe like threading in for the masculine, that's why I always, like, I love the masculine and all the gifts also that we've got from this masculine age. I mean, look at the technology, look at the stuff that we've built and mm, yeah, so beautiful, so I'm beautiful. i hearing
0: that, yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed talking about all of this and being in yeah. your energy, your wisdom, your heart, your love and being part of this really important podcast that is definitely for me needed and is the roots of of the new earth that we are creating together for sure for sure so thank you
1: Mm. 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 hi my dear this concludes the end of this episode how was it for you I hope it has brought you inspiration and activation for your body and soul. And if you feel this episode is something a friend or a loved one should hear, do pass it along. This is deeply loved and felt by me, so thank you, thank you, thank you, baby. (laughs) If you feel the pull to work deeper with me, come and say hi through Instagram, or you can find me at doce Sarah, that is D-O-U-S dot S-A-R-A-H. Or check out my offers on my website, duspartus.com, that is D-O-U-S-P-A-R-D-O-U-S dot com. And for now, I wish you so, so much Psychical Bliss. Deep love, Sarah.